Chats. I'm your host, Cinderella Field. Yes, that's really my name. Along with your co-host, Sandy Hunter. We are so excited to be here to share some insight about life, love, and relationships. So let's get to it. Hey, Sandy. What's up? Hey, what you doing? Oh, you know, my usual stuff, trying to figure out what we're going to talk about. And you want to talk about forgiveness. That's a hard one. Don't you think? Well, and I'm going to say that because I read this little quote. Now, can I quote it for you? Yes. I thought it was comical, (laughs) but it says. Forgiveness doesn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) It says, always forgive your enemies. Nothing annoys them so much. Oh my god. Is that not great? Yeah, but you know the person that needs to do that doesn't really believe that. <laughs> so how are we going to convince <laughs> them of that? <laughs> I, I just mean, thought it was great. No, because, it is you know, great. Say I, it again. Say it again. Okay, okay, okay. Always forgive your enemies. Nothing annoys them so much. And that's basically what it says in the Bible, doesn't it? Yeah. For, because like God. Well, it says, forgive your inter- enemies so you can be forgiven. Well, that, but doesn't it say something about heaping coals of, what exactly does it say oh, about remember. that? I can't either. You want to look it up and then. Well, I like this one. Though we can never forgive, forgiveness is an attribute of the strong. Okay, but. Okay, let's. Okay, this is going to be. <laughs> see, you guys, I knew this was going to be a kicker for her. I knew this was going to spark. I can see it in her eyes right now. You should see her. Well, this is going to be a continuum, I can tell you. <laughs> we're, we're not going to have enough time to talk about this just in one setting. Absolutely. Okay. But why is there the need of, to forgive in the first place? Well, the Bible tells us forgiveness is for us personally, it's not for the other person. That's not what I'm asking. Why do we have to forgive someone in the first place? Isn't it well, because someone harms us in some way? Um, yeah, there's a, there's always a and there's a variance to the action. You know, I mean, if there is a action that was created, there's always a consequence. And nine times out of ten, if it's a fight, there's a consequence. And that yeah, if somebody usually, punches you in the yeah, face, that usually requires yeah. some type of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Or if somebody does something wrong to you, that requires some type of forgiveness. Um, but we forgive for ourselves um, because really the other person could give a flip less whether or not you forgive them or not usually. Well, but it's kind of hard. I mean, let's, I mean, I'm telling you just before we get further <laughs> down the road, um, There are different variables that go with forgiveness, okay? Mm -hmm. So it's one thing if I say to you, Sandy, do you think that my rear end looks big in these jeans? White lie. Absolutely not. They don't. Okay. And then I go out and then people are like... (laughs) I mean, snickering behind my back and everything. And then somebody that's smart aleck that knows me pretty well and knows, you know, to say something. So I'll go home and change clothes. Mm -hmm. Says, 
you probably should do something about that because it looks really bad. Your muffin top's hanging out. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so then I go, well, Sandy told me that, I mean, I look great in these. I'm never going to forgive her for letting me go out looking like that. Right. I mean, that's just, you know, something minute. Yeah. Now. Now, let me, before you start, Jane Austen's quote, this just has you written all over it. I could easily forgive his pride if he had not mortified mine. What about that? Okay. Well, why does that have me written all over it? So I could understand why it would be hard for someone to struggle with forgiveness. If someone went around town telling all these people that I was a certain way, and these are certain things that I said and did, and this is a reason that things were happening between us and then come across something that was in complete written, almost a written confession. And that's what it was. Admission. Yes. That says to some degree admission uh-huh, that mm-hmm. says basically contradicts everything they've told everybody. Now, would I have a hard time with forgiveness there? Oh, Absolutely. I would. Now that we're talking fictitious, but if somebody spread things about me and painted me a different picture in other people's eyes just to look like the poor victim, I would have issues with that, with forgiveness. Absolutely. So I understand that. That's why I said that, because it makes sense. I could easily forgive his pride if he had not mortified mine. And that is what it does. It doesn't, but what it, it doesn't just mortify your pride because I mean, pride cometh before the fall. Right. But what it does is all of us have a soul. All of us have a spirit mm-hmm. and people can chisel away at our, and, and, and it encompasses, let me finish self-worth. Absolutely. And our confidence Yep, and our integrity. Totally. Your character, everything, totally everything. Demolished. Okay. So when a person does those sort of things that you're talking about right. fictitiously. Scenario, yep. Yep, that scenario, it just like chisels away at it and chisels away at it and chisels away at it mm-hmm. to the point that you think that you're worthless as a person. Mm-hmm. And then when they go around doing that and telling people that people untruths think you're crazy. like that. Well, yes. They think you're nuts. And so you know what you become? Yeah. Bitter. I would be. Well, and isolated. And isolated. isolated, Bitter, Mm -hmm. hurt, scorned. I would even use that word for myself in my fictitious scenario because that's just how it would be. This next quote says, any fool knows men and women think differently at times. But the biggest difference is this. Men forget but never forgive women forgive, but never forget. <laughs> Ooh, that's heavy. Can you say that again? Is that not, no, oh, that it's is the, truth. the truth. Talk about truth, Listen, girl. Yeah. That is true. Absolutely. Any fool knows men and women think differently at times. Now, would you say it's the truth? I would say most of the time. Okay. Yes. But 
The Biggest Difference. Oh my gosh, I love this. Who said this? This is by Robert Jordan. Oh my um, gosh. The Biggest Difference is this. And Robert, speaking from a man's point of view, says, Sure. Men forget, but never forgive. Women forgive, but never forget. Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Didn't what you read today? Oh, to the T. Yeah. So has that person forgiven? Absolutely not. No. And you know, one of the favorite scriptures is this, 1 Corinthians 13. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you keep no record of wrong. Right. Okay. Because in order to forgive, you have to let go, don't you? Mm-hmm. So when you go around keeping records like that, and instead of evaluating truthfully yourself, what happens? Right. You continue to hurt and hurt. Not and even hurt. knowing it half the time. Yes. Not even knowing it. It just becomes such a part of your character. Absolutely. And then you do this and it's such a facade mm-hmm. until one day it's not anymore. And guess what God does? People can run and run and run and run mm-hmm. from that, right? Oh, Absolutely. But you can't for themselves, do whatever they can. Whole new lives. Some of them. Yeah, really. And I mean, men are really good at this. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that's one thing that I don't understand is how men can just run off and forget Um, what happened in their families, not take any pictures with them, not do any of that stuff and just totally out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, how do they do that? I well, mean, isn't that some sort we, of uh, well, we it's proven that women are emotionally driven creatures. We are. Mm-hmm. We have an emotion and we are more empathy. We have more empathy. We have more uh, we're the na- we're the nature. I mean, we're the they're caregivers. We're the nurturers. So, and they're the providers yes. usually, but it doesn't make any difference. How do they? I mean, I just don't get it and go off and I mean, you know, I mean just be just become a totally different person and get involved with, you know, another person and their, you know, surroundings and friends and family and pretend like this never existed over here. How do men do that? And men are really good at doing that. I don't know. You know why? Do you remember? um, Well, there's men are from Mars, women are yes. from Venus thing. But yeah, do you remember, I mean, you did the, I mean, you guys had a church. So uh-huh. do you remember the spaghetti thing? Women are like spaghetti. They're all over the, the place. place. Yeah. And men are not, I mean, they, they have these little drawers and they open them up and they put things in these little drawers in their head. It's like a file cabinet. And when that file cabinet is done and finished, mm-hmm. They store it all in there, never to open it again, and they go open a new one over here. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they do that. You need to ask. Well, I mean, I've been through a lot of therapy, so I know what the therapists say. But I just, as a woman, do not understand it. Ugh, I, I still you. don't understand it. This is a good one. And forgiveness is hard. Oh, absolutely hard. For- forgiveness is the fragrance that the violet sheds on the heel that has crushed it. Say that again. Forgiveness is the fragrance that the the violet sheds when the heel has crushed it. 
Are you sure they didn't run into, well, it's very deep, but are you sure that Violet wasn't close to something that had been messed all over? You know what I'm saying? The dog had been outside or something. I mean, here, mm. listen, this is another good one. This is by William Young from the shack. Maybe the shack. Okay. Let's, let's, Mm -hmm. I know you're going to have fun with this one. Forgiveness is not about forgetting. It's about letting go of the other person's throat. Forgiveness does not create a relationship unless people speak the truth about what they have done Mm -hmm. and change their mind and behavior. A relationship of trust is not possible. When you forgive someone, you currently release them from judgment, but without true change, no relationship can be established. Forgiveness in no way requires that you trust the one you forgive, but should they finally confess and repent, you will discover a miracle in your own heart that allows you to reach out and begin to be, begin to build a bridge of reconciliation. Forgiveness does not excuse anything. You may have to declare your forgiveness a hundred times the first day and the second day, but the third day will be less and each day, each day after until one day you realize that you have forgiven completely. And then one day you will pray for his wholeness. Now that's from the shack. Hmm. That's you know, I never got stuff. to see, you know, I never got to see the shack. Did you know that? I read the book, which was really good mm-hmm. and then watched the movie mm-hmm. and was fascinated by it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm very, fa- I mean, I read the book mm-hmm. and, um, I even went with a friend of mine to see him when he was here speaking. So, but, you know, that person accused me of setting in the seat of judgment, mm-hmm. judgment. You know Why? Because I just wanted the truth told so that we could move on in a way Mm -hmm. that we could be whole and healed spiritually and as a married couple. Absolutely. Is there anything wrong with wanting that? No, no. Here's another one. Keep us rolling. Keep in mind, hurting people often hurt other people as a result of their own pain shown or hidden. Mm. If somebody is rude and inconsiderate, you can almost be certain that they have some unresolved issues inside. They have some major problems, anger, resentment, or some heartache that they're trying to cope with that has overcome them from their past. The last thing they need is for you to make matters worse. So pray and know that forgiveness will come in its time. Now a little bit. Wow. That's deep. Yeah. That's really deep. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? It's the truth. And here is, I mean, just like the guy from the shack said in the beginning of what you just read mm-hmm. from him mm-hmm. is truth. That's the only way truth where forgiveness can be nurtured in a way that it happens. I mean, otherwise it's not going to, it's just not. No. And that's why, you know what I love the most in life? There are two things. There are a few things that are really, really important to me. Mm -hmm. Okay. God first. Right. And then if I'm going to be involved with anyone, Mm -hmm. 
especially in a romantic relationship uh-huh. or a marriage or a couple deal. But even with my friends, I mean, you know that, I mean, you and I have had this discussion. It has to be a truthful relationship. Sure. And transparency, real transparency, because people aren't always going to get along and people aren't always going to think the same way. And that's okay. Hey, listen, for those of you listening, Cinderella and I butt heads all the time because we see things from different perspectives. Mm -hmm. I've been married for 31 years. She's been married for a long time and then was divorced. So we have different ways of looking at things and that's okay. There's nothing wrong, but guess what? I'm honest with her. I don't change my opinion to match hers because I'm afraid she's going to be upset with me, nor does she. No. We have our opinions. We try to prove our opinions to each other. Then we just agree to disagree and go on. But when someone (laughs) violates your trust Mm -hmm. and then tries to you know, put it back on you that it's your fault for it. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother story, you know, and that they say, well, you know, we just have a difference of an opinion. No, it's not like that. You hurt me and you're in denial that you hurt me mm-hmm. or you hurt these other people that we're supposed to love and take care of. Right. Okay. And that's totally different. Mm-hmm. And just like I have said before, I mean, when I was married I thought about things totally differently. I didn't even know what it was like to go through a divorce. Right. I did not know what it felt like to live through a divorce. Mm -hmm. And I certainly, I I mean, people just didn't talk about this if they were doing it. I mean, dating through a divorce, having a relationship while going through a divorce, and all of that stuff that happens within that Mm -hmm. course of action horrendous. Yeah. A little weird. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, until you go through it now, I understand why they always said, you know, your, your testimony is your story that can help another person. Absolutely Right. Well, I would have never been able to help another person. Had you not went through it? No. And I mean, and I have people contact me all the time and I'm on different groups on Facebook of women that have gone through divorces at, you know, 50 years Mm -hmm. of age and up. And oh my gosh, it's just so sad. Absolutely. Here's another one. This is a given Nelson Mandela. Okay. Mm -hmm. This one makes really good sense. Resentment is like drinking poison, then hoping it will kill your enemies. Think about that for a second. You're resenting somebody. That's like drinking poison and then hoping that'll kill your enemies. So it's not going to do anything but kill you. Resentment and unforgiveness Mm -hmm. is what he's saying. Mm -hmm. And this is by our good friend, Will Smith. He's getting jiggy with this one. (laughs) (laughs) Throughout life, people will make you mad, disrespect you, and treat you badly. Let God deal with the things they do because hate in your heart will consume you. If you let it, that was a good one. Well, you know what? He must've still had some of that in him when he slapped Chris across the face. Cause something was happening. <laughs> huh? Something was happening for oh, now, sure. C.S. Lewis. And this is one of the writers. I love C.S. Lewis. Okay. I think that if God forgives us, 
it is written that we must forgive others and ourselves. Otherwise, it's almost like setting up ourselves as a higher God than him. That's pretty good. Mm. Oh, J.F. Kennedy. Here's one. You're going to love this one. (laughs) True politician right here. Forgive your enemies, but never forget their names. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. (laughs) Isn't that great? Oh, my gosh. And did you know that there are even some people that are your enemies that you've never met or spoken to? That is Uh just, I mean, remember that phone call I got? Yep. And the voicemail that was left? I mean, really? You know what I have to say about that? I just have to say this. Don't ever do that again. Isn't that crazy? Don't ever. Why would you do? Why? I I just could not. Well, first of all, that's the one thing. Here we go again. I'm going to go on my technology rampage, okay? If you, Cinderella, want to say something to me, mm-hmm. you just ring my doorbell and come right on in and you say it to my face. Correct. Why grown adults and kids? And I'm speaking to the whole <laughs> general. <laughs> yes. You're a chicken. Why, chicken. Why chicken. would you leave a voicemail or an email or a text or a letter? If you have a problem with each other, people. Threatening, we, uh, threatening somebody. Yes. I mean, threatening someone. Guess what? Come find me and let's talk about it. We can talk. And maybe if we did sit down and talk, we'd now, learn Do you a really bit think more. that I could talk to that person? <laughs> I mean, come on, you you know the things that have happened. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I mean, seriously? I would. Okay, so we're going to bounce off this one. Grudges and forgiveness are for those who insist that they are owed something. Forgiveness, however, is for those who are substantial enough to move on. Now, there's a fine line there because uh, let's say there's a fine line there because when you're hurt Mm -hmm. and you've been disrespected and things have been stripped from you by the verbiage of somebody else, there's a fine line there that says, okay. Well, not just the verbiage of someone else. Yeah, but, the I mean, the actions of someone absolutely, else. Absolutely. And then another person, too. Yeah. I mean, the it, actions speak louder than words, but people don't realize. Uh-huh. Uh, and even in politics, <laughs> they've been pulling stuff down from stuff that for decades, you know, people leaving all these paper trails and laptops. You know, we've heard about Biden's son's laptops. We heard about Hillary Clinton's emails, you know, all this stuff. I'm like, people, if you have something to say, say it. Stop leaving paper trails. Well, you look like an idiot in the end. And then you're leaving, you're leaving stuff people can use on you. Like it's nuts. It's nuts. Um, Here's a good one. It is important that we forgive ourselves for making mistakes. We need to learn from our own errors and move on. Hmm. forgiveness is for ourselves too, because, you know, we do things and we hurt people. I've hurt people in the past. Um, I have to ask for forgiveness, forgiveness every single day. We are not, there was one perfect person that walked this earth. We are far from perfect. And I would dare for someone to email us or call or do something and then tell me that they are perfect and don't make mistakes. Cause I would have to call you out on it. Sorry. I would. When you forgive, this is by John Kushner. When you forgive, you love. And when you love, God's light shines upon you. Okay. But 
Okay. Those are all really good and all that stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all really good stuff. Fluff stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because forgiveness is darn hard. Oh, absolutely. I mean, here's something that it says. Okay. Be aware that forgiveness is a process. Right. Even small hurts may need to be revisited and forgiven again and, and again. again. Okay. And but, again and again and again until like it said in the last one that you have, it may be a process. Okay. And hmm, I mean, when you first got here today and you experienced what you experienced, mm-hmm. did it give you more, what did it give you more of an understanding about? It gave me a more of an understanding about the hurt and the pain that um, I could see that was deviled out. So it gave me more of an understanding about why you have felt like you have felt in the past. I get it. Even more now. But not everybody sees that. Not everybody hears it. Like you said, mm-hmm. you know, when one thing is talked about for years and years, and then all of a sudden, I mean, I've, I've believed in everything that you've told me 110%. I never doubted one moment. You've never given me a reason to No, but when you see it in someone's pinning like that, it's totally different. Oh, it's absolutely. You're like, holy cow. What was validation is what it was. And I thought, "Mm, yeah, that would be a hard one. It really would. But I know, because I've heard you said it before, I know the forgiveness is there. It's the forgetting and the hurt that was sustained that can take years to get through. Well, I mean, because when you go through something like that, it makes you really question everything about that time period. Yeah. Now get this. This was from Jordan B. Hinckley. Okay. Now this, I see this more for the world. Mm Mm-hmm. The willingness to forgive is a sign of spiritual and emotional maturity. It's one of the great virtues to which we all should aspire. Imagine a world filled with individuals willing both to apologize and to accept an apology. Is there any problem that cannot be solved among the people who possess humility and largeness of spirit and soul to do either? Now, that would be something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Steve Marboli. Life doesn't get easier or more forgiving. We just get stronger and more resilient. That's a good one. There's just so many. And this is a hard one because I'm going to be honest. When I'm upset with some, the last thing I want to do is look at them. The last thing I want to do is forgive and even talk to them, you know? I've had people that have burned me, that have hurt me, friends. Oh my I, gosh, women do that. Girlfriends oh, do it to each other like crazy. I have, I've I had mean, friends that have walked out of my life that I've come to peace with because I know that I'm more mature spiritually and God just removes people out of our lives at times. They were there for true. that season and then they're gone. True. But at the time it's going on, there's you want this understanding. You want a reason. Um, I actually had a friend I chased her around the car two or three times trying to get her to tell me what exactly I did to her to make her so upset at me and never got one response. And I I did. I got a response when I did that. (laughs) 
it was the closing of the garage door (laughs) and never to see that person again. No, seriously. Right. Right. Well, and with, and with her, like I said, it was like here today and gone tomorrow. And I'm okay. I'm at peace with that because I had to seek out and ask God, listen, you're gonna have to help me deal with this because I'm carrying around all this unforgiveness in my heart and it's not doing anything but making me uh, an angry person. And I'm letting it affect the others around me, my loved ones around me. Um, Marvin Ashton says, be the one who nurtures and builds. Be the one who has an understanding and a forgiving heart, one who looks for the best in people, leave people better than you found them. And I like that. Oh my gosh. I love leave people better than you you found found them. them. Because you know what? What has really been not easy for me personally, I've not, I, 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 when there's not closure, Right. I mean, the process becomes even harder. And thank goodness. And I mean, I think that you would confirm this. Do I hold any grudges against those people? No. No. And as a matter of fact, even from the beginning, I mean, I had friends that reached out to me and said, well, did you pray this for da, 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 this to happen, that to happen? I said, no, I didn't. And I said, because God spoke to me very clearly. And when I talked to him, he spoke to me very clearly. Be still and know I'm God. Mm -hmm. I will take care of this because, and I know now more than ever that it happened for a reason. And that reason is still yet to be revealed. Absolutely. And I know that for a fact. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, speaking from my own personal events, from the age of 10 to the age of 14, I was molested by a stepfather, and he terrorized me. And we're talking, take me off into the middle of the woods and tell me that he would kill my mom, he would kill my siblings. I mean, he absolutely, lutely, ter- at nighttime, I mean, just terror. I, I, for the longest time, I couldn't even sleep without a light on or something. And, um, I went through great depression. I went through so many things as a young kid trying to protect my mom and my brother and my sister. And that's what he always held over my hand. Now he never had full sexual content with me because that would be a way he would get caught. So, um, and this is crazy. He was a full bird Colonel. He had a, master's degree in engineering. I mean, it wasn't like he was some idiot. And so he knew what he was doing. Very smart, very smart. You know, and I just finally one day, I just had to say, okay, God, I can't handle this anymore. I I just had to forgive him. I'm going to forgive him and go on because it was taking me into dark places that I was having a hard time to get out of. And I was turning to alcohol, trying to get out of it Mm -hmm. and just self numbing, medicating, you know, and God said, absolutely. And one day when I was 21, no, I was probably 22, 23. My mom called me and said, I have something to tell you. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to hang up. I said, okay. She said, I just want you to know that, 
David, which was my stepfather, Mm -hmm. he died of a massive heart attack. And do you know what? I, I almost, I wasn't elated. Most people would think, well, I'd be jumping in joy and saying, that's what you get. That's what you get. I was almost saddened by the simple fact that I don't believe he ever found the Lord and Savior. True salvation. I don't think he ever found true salvation. And so my heart bled thinking, did I cross his mind at the point of time that he was dying? Did he ask for repentance? Did he do all these? Why was I more concerned about that? Because you know what? I truly forgiven him. And to this day, I mean, when I think about him, I don't have bad thoughts. Um, because I know God takes care of us and he has the final say and I'm still walking here breathing and I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm in a great place. So forgiveness is huge. It's huge, but it's a process. It truly is. And, um, I mean, the way that we do it is very individual to each one of us. And the time that it takes is also very individual to each one of us. I do believe that. Mm -hmm. And there was a therapist that I went to one time and she put a pen in her hand and she just set that pen in her hand and that pen, she started just moving her hand slightly. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, the pen started rolling down toward the fingers and then all of a sudden it had dropped to the floor. But it took a while because it started out, you know, right at the top of the palm, went through the palm and then down through the fingers before it fell to the floor. But I, I think that uh, just like, you know, for women anyway, they forgive, but they certainly don't forget. Mm-hmm. And my hope and prayer for men is that they learn right, to forgive instead of just forgetting, because, I mean, how can you find true peace if you're not living in truth and real reality, you know? And I mean, and that's a spectrum, you know, from being happy to experiencing pain. I mean, we're, we're not meant to just be happy all the time. I mean, that's a very temporary deal. Right. You know? Okay. So the last one, because I know we're going to have to wrap it up here yes, from Mark are. Twain. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll hear this from Mark Twain. There isn't time so brief as life for bickerings, apologies, heartburnings, callings to account. There is only time for loving and but an instant, so to speak, for that. But that doesn't really work. I'm sorry. Because you know what happens then when people do that? It just builds up and builds up and mm-hmm. builds up and builds up. No, I think he was meaning you need to forgive because if you don't forgive, there isn't time. It's so brief. Life is so brief for bickerings and you need to forgive because there is only time for love and love is an instance in time and then it's gone. Listen, I can attest to that. I woke up and I am 54 years old. Mm-hmm. And when my son turned 34, I liked to have a heart attack. I thought, oh my goodness, 
here he is. I can't, I can remember my mother turned 38 and I thought she was old. This life is that dash between the day you're born, the day you're die. And in that dash, what do you accomplish? Where are we at? Where are we at in our dash, Cinderella? Have we forgiven for the right reasons? Are we walking around with unforgiveness in our hearts? That's a question that only every individual knows. Can you forgive without closure? Yes, you can. Hmm. Because closure is not something that someone has to give you. I know, but does it affect you going forward? Only if you let it. I think it's a matter of mind. And I say that because I've been there. Mm -hmm. It's hard. There was several, like I told you with the whole friend thing, I like to drive myself nuts because I never got closure. I never got an answer. I chased her around the car looking for the answer. Never got it. To this day, I still don't have it. And you know, I've seen that person 10 times since then, face to face, still have never heard one word. But what about when someone hurts someone's children or someone hurts you very personally that... Mm -hmm. uh, Oh, I've had it. I've had it with an ex. Oh, absolutely. Whenever your child's sitting out on the curb, crying Mm -hmm. time after time because this individual does not come and pick him up, this individual is not being honest, and your child hurts. Oh, yeah, I've been there. I have been right there cradling them in in my arms thinking, I want to hurt this person severely. But I've had to forgive him because here's the thing. I forgave my child, watched my reaction, and guess what? He can honestly say to his father, sperm donor, whatever you want to call him, excuse my language, but, and he has said that it. That doesn't sound very forgiving. <laughs> and he said, and, sorry. No, and he has said it to his dad. You he know, called him a sperm? No, donor? no. Yeah, that's what he has said it. Before to his to dad. his dad, yes, to oh my his gosh. dad, yeah. I I didn't come up that that was him that came oh, okay. up that. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, he said that to his dad because he said my mother never said one word, bad word about you. When now as a grown adult, I know she should have and could have, but she never did that. And in my eyes, you were my dad. And guess what? Now that I see, it was your choice. You chose to stay out of my life. It wasn't anything that she did or she ever said. And so when he turned 19 years old, he changed his last name because he knew I did everything I was supposed to. I didn't slam him to that kid not one time. I didn't as much as I wanted to. Now, that doesn't mean before I had forgiveness for my ex, Oh, behind closed doors with my friends and my family, you know, I had a few choice words because this man was literally ripped my heart, my child's heart out numerous times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to be at your ball game. Never show up. I could see him out in the field looking. His little head would drop. I would be so mad. I just want to throw up. So I've experienced that kind of anger, but I had to learn to forgive. And when I did, I could care less because, you know, my son, he knows the truth. And him knowing the truth was enough for me to release that unforgiveness because as parents, we're protective over our children. And if anyone comes at my kids, the first thing I want to do is throat punch them. But a lot of times as they're older and adults, they have to figure some of that stuff out for themselves. And he did. And he flat out said to them, 
here's what I know. This is what I've seen. And I know my mom has forgiven you, but I haven't. So he's having to deal with his own unforgiveness with his dad. You know what I mean? But sometimes, I mean, it just depends on the severity. His situation. The length. I mean, that's why I'm saying we can't just box it in and say what works for one person will work for another Mm -mm. and all of that stuff. I mean, I do think that time helps all things. Mm -hmm. And, um, well, he's experiencing the, the severity of it. I mean, he's went from the age of two years old to he's a grown man now. mm -hmm. And he has a daughter, my granddaughter, who's never met at one time. He took our granddaughter over to his house Mm -hmm. and let her sit and play in the floor. And he got down on the floor and played with her. And then he told his dad, I hope you enjoyed that because you will never see her again. And he has never seen her again to this day. So I have to pray for my own son that he gets the forgiveness in his heart for his dad that I have for him. You know what I mean? It's hard. It's very hard. My granddaughter went without having her grandpa in her life. And her grandma. Well, when Peter approached Jesus, mm-hmm. he said, how many times do I forgive them? Mm-hmm. What did Jesus say? Seven, seven times, times 70. 70. Yeah. And then seven. Okay. Well, but there are consequences from everything, too. I mean, Jesus talks about that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, seven times 70 means that you have to continue to don't you think the world would be a better place if people were truthful and honest and transparent with their stuff to begin with? And then you might not have divorced families. <clears throat> yeah, that would be great. You might not have murders. Mm-hmm. You might not have all sorts of things that go on in this world. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I, I just think that, just like I said, this will be a continuum because it is not that simple. No. It's just not. And but I don't some, want to begrudge anyone right. for not but for being in that is, place. For some it is. And like like the forgiveness that it, it, it might take 50 times of forgiving. But one day you'll wake up and you'll say, oh, well, I didn't have to forgive this person today. And then you'll be truly forgiven. It's situational. It's a step-by-step process. It is a process, yes. Oh, you know, so... Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. And that will just end on that note. Yes. It is situational and it is what it is. And that is what life, love, and relationships are all about. See you next Tuesday. If you enjoyed the show today, share it with your friends so they can listen in to our conversations about life, love, and relationships. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cinderella Chats, the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. We look forward to our Tuesdays together and know you will too.